it's a dude with chainsaws coming out of his head and arms. So yeah. What's not to get hyped about? Yeah, this is also an incredibly gory show. Oh, yeah. If you don't like blood, if you don't like guts, if Although, you don't like barf, you I will say, away. I will say, it actually really wasn't as bad as, like, some people made it out to be. Because I... Um, I Maybe I feel like it's more of a word jaded because people literally got compressed into nothingness and exploded. So that didn't bother me. Like it's not. Yeah, like... because you're jaded. Well, no, it's because I've you're seen like jaded. I've seen the ending of Akira, which is like exactly. body horror to the you max. You are jaded. You've already seen it. It's already. It... I don't know. I don't know. I don't the... know. I think the thing is, is you're a person who does not like blood, guts, and barf. This is not the show for you, and turn back now. I don't Bill know. The, com- the, com- <laughs> the compression scene was more just kind of they got smushed and then turned into jam. So. Hey guys, I'm Bill, a one time Instagram blogger and now a podcaster. And I'm Alex. The Chaotic Neutral. And together we are the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. A brother-sister duo. That talks about gaming. And also anime. And don't forget the collecting. Er, sometimes. Ah, forget it. We're just a nostalgia podcast at this point. But anyways, guys. Thanks for joining us as we discuss the games that shaped us. This is where I'd say, so how you been? But Alex ruined the first take, so now let's get going. <laughs> no, I didn't ruin it. You ruined it because you're no fun. Screw you. <laughs> Alex I threw a tuna at you. Yeah, you thought it'd be funny. The problem is it didn't, <laughs> none of it picked up on the mic, so it was just this awkward silence. Change your freaking mic. Not how they Make work. It Anyways, how you been? I was great until now. <laughs> Wait, when did we record last? Friday. Oh, it's only Friday. Yeah, that's why it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. No, because last week you got sick like halfway through the week. And... Yeah. Well, update. I'm feeling better. Um, My cat is staring at me. Um, She frightens me. I'm scared. Oh, I got three anime figures this weekend. <sighs> Yes, she did. Weekend, I got me, um... They left such an impression you can't even remember. <laughs> no, 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 I do. I got Toto from, um, from Jujutsu Kaisen. And then I got, uh, a Luffy figure. And then, uh... <laughs> of course. Because I love Luffy. You really, the, you really wanted the you really wanted that life size Luffy figure. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it look great in my window? <laughs> of course, I was thinking on the front lawn. On the front lawn. Yeah, right at the front of your driveway. You <laughs> know, a, I mean, like it's a choice. As a figurehead. It's, it's a choice I wouldn't make. Uh. <laughs> but you know, oh, and then I also got Veldora. Uh, but in his, like, hot human man form, rather than his dragon form from Slime. So I got three figures. So, until he's still staring at me, I'm scared. Mm. Um, and then we binge-watched two series this weekend. Yeah, that we're going to be talking about today. 
Yes. Um, and Tilly shat on the floor. Yep, she did. She pooped on the floor and then proceeded to hide it <laughs> in a towel. Because I had a towel from, like, where we showered to step out onto. And then, like, I come into the bathroom. I was like, what's in the towel? And I look and there's a freaking turd in there. And then I shoved her face in it and, like, unfurled it to be like, look what you did. And then she proceeded to cover it up again. And then proceeded to take another poop in the box in front of me. So I'm still mad at you, Tilly. <laughs> I just told her I'm mad at her. Um, so that's sure. been my life. <laughs> I'm sure she cares. She doesn't care. Did you just burp? No. Did you gurple? No. Gurpy gurp. Oh, I finished Trigun. Uh, so I watched Trigun Stampede. I watched the original Trigun. And then I watched the Trigun Badlands movie, too. So I've been Trigunning. And I really like Trigun. And when the manga comes out again, because they're re-releasing it, I'm going to buy it. Mm. Speaking like of manga, I picked up... Uh, I the picked mangoes? Up, yeah, I picked up Oshinoko Volume 2, so that's going to be interesting. I didn't know that was a type of mango. Whatever. <laughs> what are you drinking? A liquid death. That doesn't sound pleasant. I'm drinking a, a lemon perfect hydrating lemon water. This one is kiwi starfruit. I'm a fan of these. They're pretty good. I see. I don't. Where am I? Oh, I can't see. I can't see. <laughs> Bill hates me. He just doesn't want to say it. But that's how he feels. Right, Bill? I'm not going to comment on that. You can, you can be honest. It's fine. This is this is a safe space if you want to say you <laughs> this, this bit is getting old, and let's move on from it. <laughs> well, anyways, so as we said before... Uh, we watched a couple animes because this is now time for our next iteration of Anime Swap. We're doing back to back. We're doing back to back anime episodes because screw it. Bill doesn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> well, before we were still pretending we were up one hundred percent a gaming podcast. Now we've just kind of admitted that we're like half and half, and it doesn't really matter what we post anymore. So, yeah, we're doing another Anime Swap because that's our thing we do. You know, this is the second one we've done over the computer. It is. Yeah, the only other one we did over the computer was the first one. It is? Yeah. Huh. Because all the other ones we usually recorded at your old apartment or downstairs. Now I have a house. Yeah. Oh, speaking of houses, I was going house hunting. Yes, that's what Bill was doing. He looked at one down the street from me. Literally just the opposite street of mine. I mean. (laughs) And it was really gross. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Like. The people clearly did not take care of it. Yeah, and like they also didn't leave a great first impression for. It was one of those things where we showed up and we were like, "Oh wow, this one's gonna go fast." Look at the amount of interest, and I'm pretty sure everybody was in the in and out of there like in like three seconds. So yeah, I mean the thing is, is that I mean as as someone who's gone through the house hunting process, it like it's not gonna you're not gonna find your first one. No, I wasn't intending to, but and it's better that. You know, you look at a bunch of options first, and then... Because when you really find a place, it'll it'll be great. It'll be great. Like this place. I love my place. I'm aware. I love it. I love it. 
Well, anyways. But you can't be my next door neighbor. That would be weird. No. Yeah, if I, if I have the money, I can do whatever I want. So. No! <laughs> anyways. I quit. No, you don't. <laughs> this joke's also getting old. Let's move on. Never. I will continuously quit until I unionize with Tilly. We're going to unionize. <laughs> <laughs> good, good for you. Now... Anyways, so moving on. He doesn't uh, do shit. Anime swap. So we decided for this one we were gonna go with uh, a twelve episode or some twelve some twelvers for this one because it's even made Chipotle Black Clover and well, Yu Yu Hakusho. Even like forty something episodes are were a bit long, so then we could easily knock these out in like a minute <laughs> like in a day. like we literally finished the first one in a day yeah. and like almost Started half of second, almost yeah. half of the second one in one day so these ones are fun yeah but yeah so i guess moving up i guess to start off so uh we went with some pretty new ones this time around one i mean one of them's almost like 2015 13. i think it was 2013. Was it 13? Yep. 10 years old. It doesn't feel 10 years old. Oh. Oh. Uh, I was... Never mind. 2015. Oh, you looked at the what it's inspired by. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I saw that for... I, yeah. I got confused. All right, I was going to say, I swore it was 2015. I mean, that's still pretty old, but not as old as you'd think. Yeah. But yeah, so... Yeah, the first one we watched was uh, Death Parade. Alex has been hyping up Death Parade for about a year now. So I have. I've been trying to get Bill to watch Death Parade for so long because I think it's like such an underrated show. Um, it, like it just—it's one of those shows I feel like just fell under the radar for a lot of people because it was just a twelve-episode. It wasn't. So the thing about this one is it wasn't based off a of manga, but it was inspired by a um a film called Death Billiards. Um, and from there that inspired this series. So there was no manga backing it. There's no really anything. It's more of just, it took this film and it was, and it kind of created its own thing based off the film. It took the idea of the film and basically built a series around it. Yeah. What was that? What? What? I heard like a sound. Oh, you're opening a can. Okay. I couldn't figure out what that noise was. Um, anyway, so, uh, the, so I have been t telling people about it forever, but basically the whole plot of the story is that whenever someone dies, they're sent to this mysterious bar run by, um, run by bartenders. Um, and no, but they're actually arbiters, um, serving as arbiters, um, in this tower, uh, in the afterlife. Um, and there, when people arrive there, they have to comp compete in death games. So, basically, it's like the first one was a game of darts. Um, where this couple came in, and it was a game of darts. And um, all of the games end up being like tied to the person, either physically or mentally. So, in this game, in the darts game, it was whatever um, body part on the dartboard that you hit um that would injure the court of the, uh, the person you were against so if you hit if i say i was playing against bill 
and I hit like the arm, like on the dartboard, Bill would feel pain in his arm. Um, so in these situations, they're basically these death games, um, are basically so that they can kind of get a better picture of who these people really are. Um, the arbiters are kind of sent these memories, um, like memories, and they actually, I like how they have it because they actually have them like combined into like these stained glass windows, which is really neat. And they're sent to the arbiter, but they can only get so much out of just looking through memories alone. So they basically have them playing these games and manipulate the situations as well. Um, they have like a little remote controls that can actually change the course of the game. If someone's winning, if someone's not winning, they can basically. Like, if I threw the dart poorly, they could make it so that the the dart does hit, um, even if I was throwing it per- poorly on purpose to not mm-hmm. hurt someone. Um, and it basically ends up kind of, honestly, just breaking the people. Like, it gets pretty... <laughs> both, both, re- both theoretically and physically. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, physically, it just really tears them down. And then from there, that's how they make their decisions on who goes to heaven or who goes to hell or if they both go to heaven or if they both go to hell um and it's not really heaven or hell it's more of if their souls get banished to the into the void which would be hell um and then if they're sent for reincarnation which would be heaven um but the series follows the mate um a bartender known as deckham um who's voiced by um I say this because uh, you won't be able to Alex unhear Alex Organ. Alex Organ, who is the same voice actor as Lloyd from Spy Family. Once you hear that, you will not be able to unhear it because it is literally the same voice. Yes. Uh, and Deckham's, he's a weird, he's he's a weird guy, but then also remember that he's, uh, so these Arbiters, they basically have them, one of the rules of this whole, of deciding on who gets reincarnated and who does not in these death games is that the arbiters have to be unbiased. So they actually create them so that they have no human emotion and they can't, um, so they can't, you know, it's like if I got in a car accident and then I saw, like, maybe I went to somewhere and I saw someone get a car accident as well, like, you know, you'd, you'd feel bad for them, like, and then you'd kind of have that connection. Um, and in this, like, they don't, they don't have that. So they don't have any of those feelings. Um, but Deckham's actually a little special. Um, he's supposed to have no human emotions, but in a risky experiment by um, Deckham's boss, he does have human emotions. Um, so he's pretty special. But he's um, not really aware of that at no, first. No, he's not, but he but he also does things unconsciously. Like one of the things he one of his hobbies is he actually collects man the mannequins, which after so basically when people enter the world in the series, they basically it's like it's basically paint on a mannequin. And when their soul either goes to heaven or hell, the paint disappears. Um, so what's left over is these mannequins and he takes the mannequins and one of the things he did unconsciously, which I think was his almost mourning for the people who are passing on is he would actually dress them like the people that he, um, had sent to be reincarnated or, um, banished into the void. And so like they'd still live on, but he doesn't understand why he does it. 
So it's like he has those emotions, but he doesn't completely understand them at the same time. Yeah. Or his, Another, as his boss describes them as weird hobbies. Yeah. Um, and then the other character that um, is the main character is um, Chiyuki. Um, and she's actually a human. Although you um, don't know that for like the first half of the series. In the first half of the series, she's just the black haired girl. Well, no, you don't know that until like the third episode. <laughs> it's really. Um, Is it the third episode? It's, I, no, thought it was, like, yeah, the, it's... I thought it was like third to last no, episode. No, you just weren't paying attention. <laughs> when did they say her name? No, I'm. No, oh, not her name. I thought you were talking about her being a human. No, no, I knew that. I meant her name doesn't get like revealed till oh. like. Okay, I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, no, her name, she's kind of known as the black-haired woman for a while. Um, because when she initially is there, she has no memory of her life or her real name. Um, so she's simply referred to as the black-haired woman. Um, and she works as an assistant for um, Deccan. Um, and over the time she's learning to learning the methods used by arbiters to judge human souls. And she's also helping Deckham learn about human behavior. Um, so as you go on in the series, you're basically following Deckham and Chiyuki um, and they go through and doing their, doing his role as arbiter and she's assisting him. And throughout the whole time, like he, like you can definitely see him having eternal struggles because she's pointing out like the human you know the human aspect of like these were people these were like these were someone like like we can't like you can't just decide based off one thing uh like mm. in the my my favorite episodes are probably the first two yeah because like um, the one of the big key moments is when uh uh well, the first episode revolves around like basically just explaining how the whole good versus like heaven versus hell kind of thing works yeah uh, meanwhile the second episode shows it from the point of view of Deckham's boss and the black-haired woman uh, Chiyuki, Chiyuki. Mm -hmm. um and w what's interesting about this is in uh the first episode it's the, the whole plot of the of the couple is essentially it's a couple on their honeymoon they died on their honeymoon and the reason why they died was they got in a car accident and it all kind of gets revealed that the the husband thinks the wife was cheating. Mm -hmm. He was super jealous, which and he was so jealous that when her phone rang in the car, he crashed his, the car over a guardrail, and they both died. And they both died. Yeah, and it's kind of left ambiguous whether they were she was cheating or not at first until it's basically flat out revealed that she was. Mm -hmm. Um, but then you kind of in the second episode they questioned the fact of like whether because she was also pregnant at the time they questioned whether the child was actually his or not and it's kind of ambiguous although i think it's implied it was his but she said it wasn't just to get rid of his guilt or whatever yeah um and that was why and that's one of the interesting part is that um so during well um Deckham is basically doing his role as an arbiter um chiyuki and nona um uh Deckham's boss are um are watching from the background and kind of discussing it and after um they send um the the wife to basically um the void and the husband to be reincarnated she says like she basically says like you know maybe like maybe you needed to look at it like this i didn't see it as this way um and it's like I think one of the first big um points where Deckham is like kind of surprised and like thinking about it and 
tapping into those human emotions um, that he has. Mm. Um, and then through the rest of the series, um, there's different games. Like at one point, at one point there was, oh, there was the couple that were doing the bowling, um, that were bowling and you found out like, and that's, that was actually a really great episode too, is that, um, they both had a friend, um, and the friend, um, the friend moved away and she had always loved him though, even though he loved her friend. Um, and like, it was just, it was really sweet. Um, what he did even though they both kind of realized they were dead but at the end they still chose that hey like let's still go on our date together like let's do this before we you know move on um and one of the scenes that's i think is one of um the greatest scenes in that episode is um when they are going to both in the elevators because that's how they go to either the heaven or hell um and uh, this character, one of the characters, like, she had gotten plastic surgery because she was not happy about who she was and she wanted to change. Um, and part of what she did in the surgery was, was to look like their friend. Uh, and um, in the elevator, it shows half of her face is, like, her true face and then half of it is her, like, changed face. And it was very, like, kind of powerful scene. Of, um, and they both ended up being reincarnated but yeah one of the more powerful moments in every episode too is like when it cuts to the end of the elevators it'll yes. first show the doors up close and then it will back away and you'll see either the you'll see the the signs above and they'll either be the devil or the uh, angel face basically saying whether they went to heaven or they went to hell and it's it's one of the things that's so great about the show especially is that like you really like it, it leaves you like it's such a tough place because you feel bad for both of them and sometimes it's just like like the next episode was the arcade one and it was like i felt like one of the things that i think is the most impactful is like when they realize that they're dead um and that like this isn't like a reality tv show this isn't a thing like th they're dead and they like and when they have to accept that is probably one of the toughest things um and like like the nerdy shut-in who killed himself and then he finds out that his stepmother actually did care about him right after it was yeah. too late well and it wasn't even that like he realized that it was more like he found out that it was more he kind of realized how much he was pushing her away and mm. she was reaching out but he like refused to you know take that olive branch um and then the other one was um like she was a reality tv star but she basically like had a really rough life and she was finally kind of getting her life together and maybe she wasn't making some of the best of the choices and but she was doing it for her family and like she ended up like getting like murdered um by like her assistant and at the same time you're like like she was a jerk to the assistant but did she deserve to die i don't i don't think she did um and it was, it's just, like, they're all great. Like, they're yeah. all... Um, that was kind of, like, a moment where it's, like, you see her die and you just kind of go, like, you're, like, that was brutal, but, like, I don't really feel bad at the same time. Like, it was one of those kind of things. Yeah. And the story continues um, with um, following, like, Deckham. At one point, you actually run into 
um, another character, Ginty, um, and he's another Arbiter, um, and he actually has to, um, at one point, like, he actually is making fun of Deckham and saying Deckham isn't, like, smart, like, Deckham can't do this job because uh, Chiyuki couldn't be, um, couldn't be passed on to the next life. Um, and, but then the same thing happens to him where he actually ends up having someone that he can't, um, he can't pass on either. So he ends yeah. up in the same situation. Who has the most saddest yet amusing death in the entire series. Oh my God. Yeah. She, she died via the shower, butt naked. Everyone's worst nightmare. Um, yeah, she slipped on the, slipped on the soap and broke her neck. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and throughout this too, like we're kind of getting like pieces of like who Ch- Chiyuki is. Like one of the things that um, keeps popping up is this storybook um, called Chavo. Um, and like as you're going on, you're kind of digging more and more, and you're kind of learning a little more about Chiyuki. But it's a little small burst throughout it. Um, like when you see the uh, the figure skating costume in her closet, and she has no idea what that is. Yeah. Um, and then hint, hint, it's part of her, part of her life. Um, and then, like, one of the ones that I think is one of the most, like, shocking, intense episodes is when, um, so two, two of the guests come up and, um, one of the first things Deckham realizes is that one is that there's, there's a, a murderer and, and he's like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this because he's pretty new to being an arbiter. And uh, this actually ends up spanning over two episodes, and it was actually a pretty good plot twist when you learn that both of them were murderers. Yeah, so the, the, like... well, it it's fun because this one plays with your expectations because you see this like, it, one of them's like a young like teenager, and the other's like this older like sketchy looking guy, and then you slowly start realizing the older guy is actually a detective. Yeah. And it becomes an interesting reveal where it's like you're kind of confused on who's the murderer is because it kind of makes you think both of them are. And then surprise, they both are. They both are. <laughs> which is pretty. Um, and they both get sent into the void, like which is interesting because like for a lot of the episodes, it's like usually one gets reincarnated, one goes to the void. And this is one of the ones where both of them got sent to the void. Well, this was the opposite of the one where the two was the two uh, the. the the childhood friends and they both got sent to heaven so mm. and the story goes on and then like the next um person they run into is actually um really helps like really helps uh Chiyuki. actually um, real quick though before we do that i actually wanted to point out one thing though that we kind of glossed over with the second episode well the the second pair of people mm-hmm. um what's interesting is the first episode really kind of like pushed that whole like the two of them were turning against each other during the game kind of aspect in the the second case there are a couple moments in that one that play with your your expectations where you actually wonder if the same thing's happening here but then you find out that it's just them contemplating and they actually it's them kind of just quietly accepting things which i thought was an interesting playing with your expectations definitely were points where i totally thought like um the boy was going to turn on her when he was kind of slowly getting his memories back before her. Mm. Um, Cause that's the thing. They don't like instantly get their mem. Like when they come into this world, they have no memories of what happened. And slowly as they're doing this game and be- being put into these intense situations, that's when their memory comes back. 
And sometimes, like, it's one and the other. Sometimes maybe it's, like, really similar timing. But in that point in that story, like, he, the boy was getting his uh, memory back more than the girl was. So he kind of was knowing things that already happened. But he wasn't, like, acting upon them like you would think, like, hmm. the other couple did, where they would react instantly. Um, well, one of one of the most the, mo- the t- most touching moments in that entire scene is when the uh, the girl finally gets her memories back, and she has to stop. And basically, she's like, "Listen, I'm I have to tell." No, well, I- she basically says, "Listen, I have to tell you." And he cuts her off basically and goes, "I already know. Don't worry." Yeah. Like yeah. he doesn't care. Like it was, he, it was. He was just happy to see her. That was the thing. Yeah. Um, and let's see. And then one of the next guests is actually pretty wholesome. Um, it's just this little old lady who comes mm. in. She's actually an um an author for children's books. She didn't write Chavo, um, but they actually have her play old maid. And one thing you realize is kind of well, um, well the old woman is kind of going through her process of uh, Deckham deciding if she should move on. He's also kind of you know doing that with Chiyuki as well and Chiyuki is also retrieving her memories throughout the process um and she's getting you know she's ready to be you know move on in life um and the next episode is probably one of the best episodes in the series because this series went ham with the ice figure skating budget um in the music because it was just wonderful um, oh, and this episode starts out, um, I just brain farted. What was I talking about? Um, so Deckham asked Chiyuki to perform ice skating, um, as he noticed that it was a large part of her memories. Um, and she thinks, and he thinks that she'll gain even more clarity, um, in memories if she skates. So, well, also by this point too, you had to remember her uh, physical form is starting to disappear because yeah. she's been she's been in the world for too long. They aren't like humans aren't meant to be in that world. So like you'll she, she's no like like I said, they're mannequins with like almost a paint on them, um, and that kind of represents their soul. And hers is kind of slowly peeling and picking away. Um, so she performs her ice skating and as she's performing, you're seeing the flashbacks of her life and it's pulling together her story. And then suddenly, um, her knee, like the paint on her knee, yeah. it comes off. and it, it Right at the same time as when it reveals what the career ending injury that she sustained that basically led to her eventual death. Yeah. Um, and it was just like a very powerful very powerful scene because then it it does show like she fell into a depression where she and one of the things that i i really appreciate is that she said how she kept it in um and she didn't let anyone know um and this is really important for like the next episode um too because like she kept it in she didn't want anyone to know she didn't feel like she could tell anyone um and it shows like her in the hospital and her friends are coming and slowly and slowly like the friends start fading away and she has so much self-doubt that like she isn't who she is without you know skating well it's it's like a symbolic thing where it's like you can have a hobby that you're really good at you can make friends around that hobby 
But if you don't actually take the time to really build up the friendships around it, the second yeah. you're no longer in the hobby, those friends aren't going to stick around. Yeah. Um, and it's hard and it leads her into a serious depression where she in event like eventually kills herself and that's how she ended up there. Um, and after that, um, Decca, um, and her have a final drink together and he puts her to sleep. Um, and, um, he asked to be sent to her memories. Um, and the next episode is really powerful because it actually shows when she wakes up, she's in basically, it looks like she's back home. Um, she's back home and she sees her mother and it's her home. And, uh, of course, like, she's not actually there. And it really, it's all mm. a setup, but Deckham just really wanted, he, this was the only way he could figure out, like, how, if she should be reincarnated or if she should be sent to the void. He gives her and basically he, the ultimate test of, yeah. Uh, he, he gave her the option of, like, if you press this button, at the cost of one random life that you don't know on the planet, I'll give you your life back. Yeah. Um, which is a pretty, or, or you don't hit the button and you just, that's, that's it. Yeah. And it's one of those very tempting offers. Cause it, it's at, at one point, it seems like she's going to do it. Mm. Um, but, but then she, she has the realization of like that one, that one person's life is no greater than hers. Why yeah. should she take that away? Also like the, there's a small percent of chance that it could be her mother that, gets taken from her at the same time just because that's how how it works um also touching on this scene it's another very powerful thing is that it puts a perspective on like the aspect of what like a suicide does to like the family around oh yeah the victim because it it really shows that like just because it what you thought was like a way out you basically condemned like all the people that did care about you to like a life of misery because of it, which is a very powerful scene. That's not really touched upon in, in uh, animation or fiction. No, it, it definitely was like, it it puts you into perspective. Um, And I mean, like, we're not saying anything like obviously anyone who's contemplating suicide is should go see, talk to someone. Oh, yes. Go talk to someone. But they're obviously in like what feels like the worst moments of their life. And you make in those moments is where you make decisions that like could change everything. Um, Mm -hmm. So not. Yeah, but it's. It was. It's a very powerful scene, and it's actually an interesting because like Deckham breaks down because he's never felt so many emotions, and like they're so powerful and painful, and he just mm, to the he point falls where when, apart. when she says not when she decides not to press the button, and instead tells him he should press the button. Um, yeah. It basically causes this fake reality he created to completely implode because it can't handle the emotional outburst that he's going through. Yeah. Um, and after that, um, they end up going back to his floor, um, his bar, and he sees Chiyuki off to be reincarnated. Um, and it's a sad scene because, you know, Chiyuki's also accepted her death at this point. Mm. Um, and I just, 
honestly, I know some people might not like the ending, but I loved how like ambiguous the ending was where um it kind of left off with Nona um saying we need to find a better there needs to be a better system. Like this proves that um we can't truly we need to truly understand human behavior and maybe we need human emotions for that. Um and mm-hmm. Deckham welcomes new guests to the guests to his bar. And one of the things that Chiyuki said before, you know, seeing him off and he seeing her off was that he should try and smile more. Um and of course he doesn't really know how to smile at first, but And it's very um, awkward. <laughs> and she's basically he, just like close enough. But when the new guests come in, you can see that barely noticeable smile. Um and then and the camera pans to over to the side of the bar where uh, the mannequin that represented Chayuki has been uh, placed in the bar so that she's forever a part of it. Yeah. And it's, I just, and I just, I love this series. I thought it was perfect just the length it is. And I think it just really, ta- uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. Okay. Whew. <laughs> I thought my computer turned off again. It was just the monitor. Whoo! <laughs> Wow, my monitor just really loves to ruin the tone of the episode. Um, but yeah, <laughs> what a what a good, depressing, dark. Can we time. talk about how the opening is like not fitting to the series oh, yeah, at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since we're already changing the tone, the opening flyers <laughs> is so awesome, and it just doesn't fit the theme at all. It is like. It's- way too high energy for what this show's tone is oh yeah it's like literally the first like line is like a oh yeah like (laughs) yeah it's also a funny because it's like one of those like because this show doesn't have a source material it doesn't really have a distinguishable art style that like is fit to like the author so it kind of uses like the madhouse standard art style which i think works Hmm. in this show because they did it very well yeah no i think it's done very well and i think there's still like ways that like you identify like this is a death parade character with like the the unique eyes um Mm. and just the costuming and stuff but i don't know i i loved this series i'm so glad i got you to watch it i hope you liked it um but you don't have to lie to me if you didn't like it i enjoyed it i gave it an eight on a mouse so that's acceptable. I will I will accept that. I mean, it's better than a six. <laughs> Seven's my usual generic, like, I liked it and put it at the, the bare minimum spot, so I gave it an eight, so that says something. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I think it's a great series. Um, I think it deserves better than what it gets. It um, goes by quick, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. But you're so... And one thing I want to point out, too, I kind of mentioned it briefly with this skating scene, but the music in the show is wonderful. The ending credits theme, too, is a very is very much a bop. Oh, yeah. Uh, another thing I love about the ending credits, too, is depending on the episode, you'll occasionally get, like, uh, when it cuts to the... Uh, when it shows the credits, it actually will show, like, scenes from the the people who in the elevator it'll show scenes from their lives like yeah. going up to that point which is kind of a nice way to close off the episode no it definitely it definitely is um and i was just thinking more of just like the background music because like the music while she's figure skating which i think is like called um 
called the name in the episode, which is like Memento. Uh, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but I love that song. Like that's like one of my. I'll put that. I have like a playlist that's just like these nice like piano and um perfect for like getting work done or studying when I was in college. Um and this that that was always on it because it was just I just love the background music. It's all it fits the tone so well. Hmm. Totally. All right. So moving on now to the second show we watched. Yes. Uh, you like so, chainsaws, Bill? Do you want to talk about one of the most hype shows that's come out in like a year? And I mean, I don't. We're not going to spoil anything, but like, it deserves the hype that it has. We're just going to say it, it does. Yeah. It's very good. Like, we yep. like this show, so yeah, we'll we'll say that. Um, we'll we'll say it too, though. Like, um, the barf scene. We'll get to that. Um, th- this one is. I'll say that this one is very new. Like this only came out last year. Yeah, like the manga only came well, out. Well, the manga, the manga itself. Yes. Um which is, which is relatively new. Yeah, so the the manga chain this is Chainsaw Man by the way we're talking about. Yes. Um if you didn't get the do you like chainsaws or, or the barf barf. Or the scene. barf. Yeah. Probably the black um, more. So Chainsaw Man is the second manga by artist and writer Tatsuki Fujimoto. Uh, his second work following Fire Punch. And Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man took the world by storm, I have to say, because this thing literally came out of nowhere and suddenly like it's everywhere, like on every manga shelf everybody's hyping it up when it got an anime series announced people were losing their shit it was probably one of the most hyped new series i think in a long time yeah so i mean it's a dude with chainsaws coming out of his head and arms so yeah what's not to get hyped about yeah this is also an incredibly gory show oh yeah if you don't like blood if you don't like guts if Although, you don't like barf you i will say away. I will say it actually really wasn't as bad as like some people made it out to be because I, I um maybe I feel like it's more of a word jaded because people literally got compressed into nothingness and exploded so that didn't bother me like it's not yeah like, because you're jaded well, no it's because I've you're seen like jaded. I've seen the ending of Akira which is like body exactly. horror to the you max are jaded you've already seen it it's already. It, I don't know. I don't know. I don't the, know. I, I think the thing is, is if you're a person who does not like blood, guts, and barf, this is not the show for you. And turn back now. I don't Bill know. The, com- the, com- <laughs> the compression scene was more just kind of they got smushed and then turned into jam. So I know, but it's like the the creepy factor. I feel like uh, we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's just so I will say, like you know, you go to the. Uh, you go to the manga store and like you look at the manga and the the, the ones that are wrapped, if they're wrapped, they're usually because, as Alex says, they're incre- either incredibly gory or incredibly porny. Yeah. Um, Sometimes both. Yeah. <laughs> usually the latter more than the former, but uh, <laughs> I, I pointed out that Chainsaw Man is not wrapped, so it's not nearly as brutal as uh, some other things out there. It's still pretty not great <laughs> well, yeah the, the main weapon of choice in the show is chainsaw yes 
There's nothing coming out of his brain. And arms. Yes. And feet. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a reveal. Yes. So, we're not going to talk about the whole manga because I, a, I haven't finished it. And oh, is B, it finished? No, no, no. It's the first art. The first hat section is finished, but there. I'm not going to get into it because it, it's. I don't I know. I need enough. to read it. Yeah, I, I got to pick up from where the show left off, because believe it or not, the anime adaption only twelve episodes <laughs> so far, only covers the first four and like half of the fifth volume of the manga so yeah not a whole lot and there's currently only 11 volumes out in the states so yeah i mean honestly though that kind of makes sense with most shows it's four volumes is actually pretty i'd say for 12 episodes i'd say that's pretty good and you know Um, there'll be a you'll know there'll be a season two because this thing is a mega oh yeah success definitely but yeah, so I guess getting into Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man is an interesting story. It takes place in a world Where inhabited. Where devils exist. Yeah, inhabited by both devils and humans. Um, and the devils are born from the human from the fears of humans. Yeah. Um, so it has also we saw so many like Jujutsu Kaisen like almost well, like it's Studio cross. Map. It's Studio Mappa, so oh, I mean, no, it makes a lot of saying, sense. Oh, no, but I'm just saying, like, even, like, when you just said that now, it's just kind of like how curses are also created by human fears and um, skeptical skepticisms and stuff. So I just made that connection. I was like, oh. Yeah. So what's interesting about this show is, like, it takes place in, like, an alternate timeline to, like, our world uh, where the Soviet Union still exists. And so it's, like, alternate universe 1997. Um, Soviet Union still exists. The Holocaust never happened. AIDS never happened. Nuclear weapons have been erased. But instead we have devils (laughs) that are born from humanity's fears. And the show revolves to start around this character named Denji, who is a boy whose father... Yeah, whose father was seriously in debt and ended his own life and basically doomed his child to be forever in debt as well his mom also died like giving birth to him too so, yeah, so it's... he kind of had no one growing up yeah and um, he's basically been told by the mafia that he's gotta uh, pay up or get he, or yeah get he's basically wrecked get paid up or we're gonna cut you to pieces as they said yeah um so the next and then following that scene it shows uh denji gets approached by uh, a demon dog looking thing which is a chainsaw dog which he names Pochita and don't get attached <laughs> yeah yeah sorry sorry Liv um <laughs> yeah don't get attached uh because so Pochita essentially is injured and in this world devils can be healed almost instantly just by drinking human blood yeah lovely um Yum. so denji offers some of his blood to heal pochita in exchange for pochita basically being his companion yeah and the two of them basically work together basically killing uh devils uh so he can pay off his uh debts All which debt. which takes off a lot of take which is going to take a long time and at the same time too he's selling parts of his body including his eye his yeah. kidney one, one of, of his, his balls yeah <laughs> <laughs> as he says sorry mom um and (laughs) it gets to the point where they're like literally literally living paycheck to paycheck like won't do any like doing anything basically to get money so that they can get bread because that's all that they can afford 
to the point where they're even eating out of the garbage at times. And to the point where even like one of the mafia members basically tells Deji, I'll give you a uh, like a, a yen if you eat this cigarette, which he does. Yeah, very <laughs> willingly. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he spits it out right after after they drive off. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the next day they go, he gets brought on another call and they surprise the mafia tricks him and they backstab him and essentially uh they made a pact with a, a, a zombie, zombie devil devil that made them all zombies and gave them uh powers in exchange for the fact that they're now zombies and have no humanity left yeah and she basically and the devil basically controls them yeah so denji gets brutally murdered and thrown yeah. in a dumpster after they ripped him to pieces and puchita basically um because of his blood is um everywhere pochita gets a little bit of his blood which um heals pochita and pochita decides basically that he tell well so it was shown in like a flashback where um denji asked pochita if um if anything ever happened to him like if he was gonna die or and pochita was gonna die that he should uh take his heart um well he said take his body yeah take his body um and that's like what Pochita did in order to save them both. Um, Although it's not quite in this the case of how, how it works normally in that series, because in this case, Pochita doesn't take over his body. He essentially tells Denji that he's going to replace like replace his heart, and he wants him to live all these things he wanted in exchange. Yeah. So Pochita then merges with Denji's corpse and basically puts it back together. Yeah. Also the, heals his eye. Yeah, well, he Presumably basically his ball heals everything else. <laughs> um, and then Denji reawakens now with a pull cord coming out of his chest as a human devil hybrid. Y- yes, it, it, a class of his own in a way because he's not. Oh yeah, he's very unique. Let's just say compared to the to other characters we'll meet later. And basically, he pulls that cord on his chest and becomes the titular chainsaw man, and then proceeds to completely wreck all the zombies yes which they deserved oh yeah like it's very satisfying to watch even though it's also like extremely gory and yeah so following that then he's completely wiped out the entire uh entire um yakuza why am i saying mafia it's the yakuza duh um (laughs) uh he wipes out the entire yakuza and then a group of devil hunters um, or devil public hunters. public safety, as they're called, show up because they were supposed to go and take care of this. And they are surprised to see, oh, it's already taken care of. And the leader of this group, uh, Makima, uh, basically comes in and recruits Denji because she sees the potential in whatever he is. Although it's it's kind of implied she knows more than she's letting on. And Denji then joins the public safety and he gets partnered with another devil hunter named Aki Haki Hayakama or Kawa. Aki Haki. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't do names well. Yeah. And then we get kind of revealed to like the whole story of what's going on where they're trying to face off against this extremely powerful devil known as the gun devil, who is essentially a devil created by the fear of guns because this is Japan where yeah. guns are not commonplace yeah and well, essentially I mean, like i think 
people in general also have fear of guns. So yeah, but it's not nearly it's stand, it's not nearly the same in America as it is in I Japan. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's up for. I think it's also probably a play on like gun violence as well. Um, probably. But let's not dive super into that. Basically, gun life devil is really bad, and they gotta take him out. And, but, but he's also a devil is, that's so fast that it's never been seen. Yeah, and the only like, way to track it is these small pieces of it, which are little essentially bullet little flesh. bullets. Bullet and flesh. they need enough pieces of it so it'll they can get a big enough piece that'll gravitate back towards the uh, the origination uh, the originating point. Mm. And basically, it goes from there. Where now they're kind of going on devil hunting missions, and then we get introduced to one of the best characters in the show. Her name is Power. Yeah. She's a Pap. fiend. She's a fiend. <laughs> Which is uh, essentially a cats. So a fiend in this universe is different from Denji. They're a human that's been taken over by a devil. They're a dead human. They're they're essentially a devil that's using a human's body. <laughs> yeah, a corpse. Yeah. Specifically, so, they got to be dead. Well, they're um, still they're still living, but they're now someone else well, is using the body. <laughs> yeah, but the the human was dead. <laughs> yeah, the human's the human's gone yeah. at this point. And Power's a fiend and she is a blood fiend. Yeah. She likes cats. She and does. she has a pet cat named Meowie. Mr. Mr. Meowie Kims. Yes. Yes. And yeah. I'm not going to go over the whole thing note for note, but essentially they kind of all do a few missions and they kind of Well, Power like tricks him. Yeah, because she wants to save Mr. Meowie King. And then she gets tricked. Gets, gets tricked. Gets, like, deceived because, of course, she does. And Denji ends up saving the day because that's just what he does. And it also reveals that, like, his chainsaw powers actually, like, cause him to lose blood. And he needs blood to function. Because, you know, chainsaws coming out of the arms would do that. Mm. But, yeah, so then next where we get the next arc, which is... um the team is paired up with another group of um, oh, members God. of public safety who are wonderful characters. Um, oh, yeah. So the next group is... Oh, yeah. Also, Alex pointed out earlier the Jujutsu Kaisen uh, uh, parallels. Denji, Aki, and Power are literally, like, it's the trio from... from uh, <laughs> of, like, Yuji, Megumi, and uh, Nabara. <laughs> yeah. To the point where it's, like... Uh, I mean, they're not exactly, but sometimes, like, the, the it's just funny. Like, they're, you know, they have the same energy going on. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, though, moving back to um, the other group, we get introduced to three more operatives of public safety. We get Himino, who is Aki's original partner, and she's... Um, she hit she her powers that she uh, has a pact with a ghost devil because she gave her eye away and she smokes yeah. a lot it's part of her character yes uh, and then her two apprentices are um i believe it's uh hero kazu arai and then Kobeni, I can't pronounce that. Sorry, <laughs> uh, sh she's nervous. She's a nervous wreck. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they have to go on this mission basically to find another piece of the gun devil, and it's in this like apartment complex. And they end up killing off this like tiny little devil, 
that Len later ends up being this much bigger devil that traps them on the floor. And a very funny scene where they continuously go up the set of stairs and they never progress. Hmm. <laughs> to the point where, like, they all start going slowly insane. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, just imagine if you're, like, every time you go up the stairs and you come back down and you see everyone, you're just like, oh, God, help. Yeah. Um, but they eventually, the, the devil reappears and it's much bigger now. And it basically reveals that it wants. Uh, well, that wasn't its main body in that. Like, no. In that it, it's all over the, the heart. It's all over the uh, the apartment building, essentially. And okay. hotel. Yeah, whatever. Um, hotel, hotel, hell. And essentially. Gordon Ramsay needs to come what, and fix that hotel. Gordon Ramsay could have fixed it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Him and his hotel hell. <laughs> No. But essentially, the devil wants uh, the chainsaw heart to die, which essentially means they want Denji to die because it's afraid of the chainsaws. Yes. And eventually, like, it gets to a point where like all of them are like losing their mind. They're all like, let's just kill Denji and get it over with. And Aki's kind of like, I don't think that's actually going to work. Yes. Um, like, Guys, I've been around for a while. I don't think this is going to help. Yeah. Let's try something else. And crazy bitch is like, I'm going to stab you now. <laughs> yeah, and Kavini Co- like straight up loses her mind and starts like running around with a knife. Great, great <laughs> gift potential there because there's some great like jump scare gifts going on. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah, there's also some really deranged fucking animation in this show. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Some of the faces Wonderfully are like, so. holy shit. But yeah, eventually, like, it gets to the point where Denji just basically says, fuck it, we're never going to get out of here. Also, they drop the F-bomb a lot in this show, which is hilarious to me, because I'm so not used to that being dropped in uh, most uh, animes these days. Mm. But yeah, it's very prominent here, which is funny. But Denji just basically says, fuck it, and basically he's like, I'm just going to go, I'm either going to die or I'm just going to fight this thing until it gives up. Yeah. And that's basically what he does. He just keeps on fighting it until it eventually just gives up. And it's like, here's my heart. Just end it. Put me out well, of my misery. Because he also realized that he can also drink the devil's blood. Yeah. And just heal himself. Yeah. So, it ends so up it's just... just like a constant like of him healing himself and then continuing the chains on the devil he's fighting. It's just like, please just fucking kill me already. Yeah. And it's please. implied the fight went on for like four days. Yeah. But yeah, so they eventually defeat them. They get another piece of the uh, the gun devil, and they all decide to go celebrate. And this is where everyone's favorite scene happens. Oh, because <laughs> uh, one of the most like kind of when you think about what happens after, it's kind of like it introduces you all to these people, and then like yeah, don't don't get don't get attached to anybody in the show. Yeah, That's all I'm gonna atta- tell you. Yeah, no, don't. Uh, but yeah, the, one of the things too is like. Uh, Himeno basically uh, made a promise with Denji that if he defeated the uh, the de- the devil, that she'd give him a kiss. And yeah, with tongue. Yeah, and Denji's entire Denji's entire character is literally he's because he literally Horny didn't li- yeah he didn't live a life. He loves like the most simple minded things, and he's horny as fuck. Mm. And so he's like all for it. And of course, the irony is of when he finally gets said kiss. Uh, she Himino is drunk as shit to the it point where she yeah, <laughs> vomits during the kiss and it is lovely and they censored it in the anime which I find it wasn't well <laughs> they, <laughs> the censoring honestly makes it funnier than it should be no it was, it was gross I laughed I thought it was funny <laughs> I was like why'd they censor it 
I thought it was nasty. It's a great scene, though. And, uh, yeah, then Denji wakes up in her uh, apartment later on, and they almost do it. Yep. But then he's like, nope. Makima. Yeah. And then, literally following this scene, everything goes to shit. Like, literally... Yeah, no, literally, everyone gets bullets to the head. Yeah. Uh, some some more than others. And essentially, like, we lose half the characters that we just met here. Like, basically, everybody other than Denji, Power, Aki, Makima, and... Uh, what's the brown-haired girl's name again? <laughs> I forget. Uh, I just called her Psycho Girl. Kobe- <laughs> Kobeni. Kobeni. Okay. Um, yeah, basically everyone but them dies, like brutally. Yeah. Like. Well, and it, one of the sad ones is like. Um, uh, Himena. Not. Uh, yeah, Himena's death, and. Well, because she gives up her entire body to the ghost devil, to uh, save uh, Aki, and then the ghost devil gets one shotted by this like. Yeah. By and one it, of these characters who well, made a pact. it's not even. It's not even that it was one shotted because you later find out it was like. Well, she consumed. she kidnapped it. Yeah. Yeah, it was consumed by the other devil, um, because later on, you know, you come, he, they come across it again. Um, this is also where we find out that a- Aki has a uh, a pact with a uh, a cursed devil, and essentially every time he uses its power, he cuts years off his life to the point where after he uses it to defeat another similar hybrid to denji known as like the uh katana 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 uh man basically um he has two years left essentially after this Hmm. and there's also the scene where makima is supposedly murdered on a train Mm -hmm. except she's not because shocker there's something else going on there we don't know yet unless you're alex who spoiled it for herself but that's besides the point I wanted to know if she was actually dead. I was like, I'm sorry. What? That person. that should have been obvious from the start. But <laughs> I'm a bad person. I can't help it, okay? Yeah. Leave me alone. Well, the st- <laughs> inevitably, there's going to be a twist in the manga, so. um, Yeah, but anyways, so Makiva isn't dead, and she meets up with a bunch of monks at a temple and she then essentially one shots everybody using her power. And it is what Alex mentioned by (laughs) Yeah, basically we were calling her Snooky throughout the rest of the show. If anyone's seen the South Park episode we're referencing, you'll understand. Um, Yeah. And the scene is like dark because literally like they all get like wiped out and then we proceeded to find out that uh, uh, Kobini uh, didn't actually die. I think that's her name. Yes. Kobini, yeah. She and didn't actually she die. Actually she actually does then, something helpful. Yeah. She's surprisingly confident when she needs to be and basically takes out all these things and helps Denji because Denji was cut in half at this point. Yeah. That happened off screen, like during a fight. Legs, legs for days. But he but can, no. uh, he can put himself back together because. Yeah. Because the next uh, scene, he's like, fine. Uh, and then we get this wonderful scene of power and Denji training to fight the uh, <laughs> Katana demon. And they just get their shit wrecked every day. By, uh, well, before that, though, like, they're in a, actually in Aki's hospital. And, like, uh, Aki also gets told an ultimatum of, like, hey, you should either quit or you're going to have to get another devil to contract you. Or else 
like you shouldn't do this anymore yeah um, <laughs> we get introduced to like the greatest devil ever the dancing one yes and like i love him because his whole thought is like when he he basically he's like all right you want to make a pack with me let me look into your future and he's yeah. like He's like, all right, let me take over your eye. And he's like, oh, you're you're surprised I'm I'm making it this easy? Well, let's just say you're gonna die a violent death. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh. And Aki's just like, yeah, I already know. Aki doesn't Get care. On he's, with it. he's like, whatever. Get on with it. I got two years left. I'm gonna live them the best that I can. <laughs> I don't think. Although at this point, it's very clear that Aki doesn't care anymore. He's just done. Yeah. Because he's lost basically everything he cares about. Understandable. And yeah, so they train for uh, this this upcoming fight. Uh, you, basically, you see Denji and Power get wrecked a lot by the guy voiced by uh, Jason Douglas, uh, the the Beerus, uh, eat your tomatoes guy, you know. Um, <laughs> eat your tomatoes. Your love or hate isn't the issue. For anyone who gets that reference, uh, good on you. Um, anyways. I hate it. <laughs> so yeah, then we get to the final climax, which is fucking awesome. Where like... Yes. You get all these different fights going on at once, like Aki's getting his revenge on the uh, the snake girl, yep. uh, and then uh, Denji's fighting off the. Uh... Well, and that's actually I think one of the best scenes in that fight too is uh, when he is getting revenge on the snake girl because that's when it reveals that the ghost uh, devil, like she has control of it, and um, it actually sends like a message to. Um, message to Aki um through like a cigarette because that's kind of one thing that they had um, yeah and he's actually able to defeat her very easily well because um, he remembers that uh Himino had told him at one point that uh it doesn't it doesn't have eyes it sees via fear so if you yeah. have no fear it, it won't touch you it can't. and he literally walks on top of it and cuts its head off like just yeah. one shots it to the point where she and it literally traumatizes the snake girl. I don't know her name. Hmm. Sorry. Um, and to the point where she just gives in and later dies brutally because she made a pact with the gun devil and the gun devil wasn't going to let her get get taken. Yeah, that's like one of the things that's like, it's a little. Um... Yeah, that scene was it, that scene was great because it was both shocking and hilarious. Yeah. Like, because because a she gets brutally murdered, but then also it was another scene to traumatize Kobini more because yeah. that's fu- that's funny. <laughs> she was like, ah! you know, that girl um, gets traumatized in every scene she's in. I mean, like she sometimes deserves it, sometimes not all the time. Yeah. Oh, her backstory is fucked up too. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like her family either told her it's like be a prostitute. Yeah, she or- needed money to pay for her her brother's education not her not her like i just want to go to college and i have to be either a devil hunter or a prostitute yeah that was basically her choice so she chose the devil hunter also the funny joke about she could have quit when uh she had the chance but she stayed because they're getting a bonus for soon yes yep but yeah the final climax is denji versus the uh the katana demon and such a great uh whatever who cares i care guy with sword versus guy with chainsaw um and that fight is awesome especially the ending where like you think denji's about to lose because his like chainsaw head part actually gets cut off Hmm. and just as he's like walking away basically telling denji like you should never like uh 
that you you never could have won. Denji basically goes, "Hey, shithead, you shouldn't have gone for the head like a dick." Yeah. And then it rev- then he all of a sudden the the katana devil just like splits in half down the center, and it's like surprise! I had a chainsaw in my leg the whole time. You're like meh. And then him and and then afterwards it's revealed that he didn't actually die and that he's just tied up now. And then Denji and Aki proceed to kick him, <laughs> kick him in the nuts <laughs> repeatedly. And that's well, the best part is like, you think that Aki's not going to do it. He's like, is this really what we should be doing? And then Denji's like, oh, and then he's like, all right. Then he's <laughs> like, you know what? Yeah, let's do this. Let's and then do it. <laughs> it literally ends with them just beating the shit out of the Kicking guy. Kicking him in the nuts. Before it. He, well, and it's like kind of funny. It also when you think about it, it's also kind of full circle because remember Denji and Aki's first meeting was Denji repeatedly kicking him, him in, the, in the nuts. So yeah, it's full circle and it's almost a weird bonding moment between the two, like where they're finally like yeah. on the same page, you know, and they get each other. So. Which is really fucked up because you know Aki's doesn't have much time left either. I know. I don't want to hear it. And then you get a great scene of him, Power, and and uh, Denji just hanging out, making dinner, and uh, uh, hanging out at his apartment. And then we get the mind fuck of the episode where we get this like kind of like spoiler for something that's clearly going to be in the future with this door that Denji's not supposed to go near. Yeah. And then we get a cut of this black haired girl walking in the background, and it's it cuts right there and ends, and it's like, what the hell? Who's it's that? Like, it's like you bastards i mean of course i have to go read the manga now because i want to know what happens but yeah chainsaw yep. man 12 Chains- episodes and a lot of shit happens oh yeah a lot of like very and much- we did a terrible job explaining it but there's I- too there's too much to explain there really is uh and it's very psychological and like body horror and you know it's it's got all the good stuff it's we i guess we are jaded though because like this show did not affect me at all no it didn't really affect me either (laughs) like um akira affected me when i watched that the first time yeah perfect blue affected me when i watched that the first time this yeah (laughs) i mean i like it (laughs) now you're too oh also we gotta talk about that intro oh yeah that fucking oh yeah this show likes the fucking bass and i'm all for it Kickback is a great bop. But honestly, all the... um, I went on So, Spotify a great can... great thing with this show, it's 12 episodes. The intro is the same for every episode, which is awesome because it's a great intro. But the outro is different for every episode, and they are all fucking great. They're all bops. Yeah. I enjoyed all of them. show soundtrack is just generally really good, too. And it's very much... I'm pretty much confirmed at this point that there's going to be a second season. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, there's there's no chance it won't get one. Um, I mean, with which how... Which is awesome, because, I mean, it was a great show. Really enjoyed it, so... Yeah, with how fucking it. big Chainsaw Man has become, I mean, it'd be dumb not for it to not, like, not get a, a, a follow, a continuation. Yeah. Also, the vomit scene. No. Enough said. No. Apparently, it's even better in the manga. No, I don't. That's the one thing I don't want to see. No, thank you. Well, you don't. You don't have to technically because you don't have to. You you can start from like halfway through volume five Good. if you really want. I don't plan on <laughs> reading that. So again. I gave this one an eight as well. Um, it, that might change in the future with like after reading the manga, I might have a different appreciation for it. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure yet because 
you know, we've we've done our top tens multiple times on this show. I'm not sure if it would break the top ten yet. I'm gonna wait and see on that. <laughs> I think we definitely need to revisit it. I think we should do roundtable again next year. Um, because my top get... ten's already <laughs> changed again. We gotta get the Fight Club back together. We we do. We gotta get the band back together. <laughs> the band. All We're right. a band now. Slade, Jared, Kevin, Matt. We're calling you guys out. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna bring it back. We're gonna bring it back because my top ten's already changed. <laughs> but yeah, I I love Chainsaw Man. I like Death Parade. Honestly, I'm looking forward to the manga for chainsaw man that's for sure i want to get into that especially because uh volume 12 is coming out pretty soon and that's the start of part two so mm. yeah yeah but yeah so which one did you prefer i have to know because you're the <laughs> you're the death well, parade obsessive so, i mean like i love death I, I, I just I can't really compare them because they're two well, so different shows. That's the point of the that's the point of this. We don't compare. We're just I, I know, but I like can't say which one's my favorite because like I, I don't I don't know. Like Well, is Death Parade still on your top ten now? That's my question. Probably, yeah. Is Chainsaw Man? Um uh, it's like getting there. I'd say Chainsaw Man would be in my top twenty. Okay, so Death Parade is still a bit higher in your eyes. I just I, just, I love this death parade story well death parade is also neatly tied up chainsaw man not yet we're still getting there. yeah that's the thing there's still there's there's still more i want to see there's still more i want to know i definitely want to dip into the manga though i'm very interested in that well it's kind of like when we talked about jujutsu kaisen and spy family that one was interesting to me because both those shows are still going and both Mm. those mangas are still going so there's a lot still potential with those to grow these one of them is done and the other one is ongoing so it's it's a different kind of a different look mm. overall yeah but yeah so i think i gave yeah. i gave so, both of them eights but i gave They're... both of them eights <sighs> all right oh, tilly's playing with mr bubble good it's a cat toy for those who don't get it. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that is a good enough time to wrap it up. And anyways, guys, once again, thanks for joining us on the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. The Gaming and Collecting Podcast can be found on all your major podcasting platforms, particularly Apple Podcast and Spotify. We are made on Spotify for podcasters. And you can follow us on social media. You can find all our links on Linktree slash The Barber Who Games. And you can join... follow me on LinkedIn. Just kidding. Don't. That'd be weird. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can uh, join our discord where like we talk about anime. We talk about games. And it beans. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a I guess our running gag oh, oh, now. Sorry. I just poked Tilly in the eye. Don't do that. But yeah. <laughs> so once again, guys, we'll see you all next time. No. Man. <laughs>